Thank you, Joyce. That was really a wonderful way to begin. Well, good morning, everyone. My morning. name is Susan, and I want to welcome you to Unity Center for Positive Living. And this morning, we're going to start with the daily word. And the word for today is guidance. And the affirmation is, I use divine wisdom to find my way. When I'm pondering a perplexing question or I need to make an important choice, I reach beyond human reasoning to the limitless wisdom of divine mind, never further away than my next thought. After clarifying my question and considering my available options, I release the situation, focusing instead on the divine presence within. I affirm, I am using divine wisdom to show me the way. In prayerful silence, peace envelops me. As I conclude my prayer time and resume my activities, I may experience a flash of insight or a more gradual understanding. However it happens, I trust my next steps will become clear to me. Confident in my divine guidance, I move forward with calm assurance. And from Matthew 6, 33, but strive first for the kingdom of God, for his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And join us in singing now while Joyce leads us in Surely the Presence. Thank you, Joanne. That's gorgeous. And now, if you would join me, please, in the opening statement, let's say this together. There is only one presence and one power, active as the universe and as my life, God the good. And our welcoming song this morning is Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. And would you please stand up and help me sing that? And then stay standing and we'll greet our neighbors after that.
hello to you all on Zoom. Greedy, greedy. I see John and Sherry and Marie and Johnny and Fred. Oh, hello, Audrey. Can I give you a hug? Yes, afternoon at two o'clock at grandfather Roy Wilson's is the Indian Christian service. I know that next Sunday we're having a Thanksgiving feast here after church. That's all I know. What do you all know? <laughs> Johnny. Johnny knows something? He has his hand raised. Uh -oh. Well, it's time for announcements, right? Um, yeah. Okay. I want to, I want to thank Tom for replacing our sump pump. Everybody in sanctuary should give him a big round of applause. Can you hear me, Susan? Okay. And then I, I, I want to acknowledge my father today. Veterans Day was day before yesterday, and I brought my pop with me today. I couldn't bring him in person, so uh, uh, I brought a picture of him. He served in the uh, Korean War. So I just wanted to bring him along today. I am pure genius this morning. Um, oh, now Johnny can't hear me though. Yes, he can. Oh, okay. So Johnny, that was awesome. And I figured that we should pop in the picture and I've been appreciating him since you came on Zoom. So thank you for bringing him. Okay. 
Any other announcements? Dierk is in the house. <gasps> Yay, Dierk. Whoa. Uh, you guys make me feel loved. Love and light. Okay. Oh, you can't hear me. Okay. You want to do it again? Oh, I have to push the button. Yep. Welcome, Dee. Love and light. Say it again. It takes up a minute to push all the buttons. Are you talking to me, Johnny? Yep. I said I'm sending love and light. Okay. Yay. All right, let's say our unity statement together. We believe in our oneness with all life and the power of love. We teach universal principles and values as taught by Jesus and others, revealing the one God presence. We practice prayer, meditation, and service to be conscious of our oneness in God. And our song of joy today is What a Fellowship um, on the screen or on page 203 in the hymnal. And I'd invite you, if you can, to stand up and um, enjoy this fellowship. Jazzy and fun. Thank you. Okay, then it is time for our reading, and today that will come from Eileen Selleck. Okay, I have today for you, I'm counting on you, the offbeat prayers from the modern mystic. God, show me the road to peace. I'm tired, and I want to stop this. I am getting too old to keep freaking out over the same things over and over again. I'm tired of this low way and need a rest. Will you get out your roadmap and put me on your highway to heaven? I'm counting on you to carry me through. Please heal my needs to rebel against authority. I need a sense of self-worth that allows me to quit turning the police, the government, the teachers, or, Lord, you know who else, into versions of my parents, I'm counting on you to carry me through. Heal my need to worry. My mind scurries to worry. Isn't there a better way? I'm counting on you to carry me through. Heal my need to complain. 
complaining, it's against my nature, but I still do it. I'm counting on you to carry me through. Help me to be okay when people do things their own way instead of mine. I'm sure most people need less help than I give them. Let me take the cue that if they are the ones doing it, then they are the ones who get to choose how to do it. I'm counting on you to carry me through. God, the most frightening and debilitating tendency of my mind is the inner criticism. I, it can wear me out. You never do enough. You are always too late. You just need to learn more. You will never get it right. My mind beats me into the ground. I am often left believing that I am stupid and will never be enough. Give me relief from my mental grief. Cure my mind. It can be a lethal weapon. I'm counting on you to carry me through. Spare me from my karma and take me to my dharma. Get rid of my drama-rama. Relieve my hurry and worry. I'm counting on you to carry me through. Teach me ha-ha yoga. Turn me away from making life so serious. Give me the silly giggles. Lord, I'm counting on you to carry me through. Amen. Amen. That was great. And now we will sing our meditation song, which is Ask For Me. It's on page 164 or up on the screen. Join me, please, in our affirmations. I am the love of God in expression. I am truly thankful for all the good I already experience. I am growing more prosperous with every day. I am healthy, active, whole, and happy. I am always growing and expanding into the fulfillment of my potential. Peace, knowing everything I need comes to me in the perfect time and the perfect way. And today we will be praying the Progressive Lord's Prayer, and that will be followed by the Alleluia. Our Creator, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, I am. I am thy kingdom come. I am thy will being done. I am on earth, even as I am in heaven. I am giving this day daily bread to all. I am forgiving all life, even as I am also all life forgiving me. I am leading all people from temptation. I am delivering all people from error. 
For I am the kingdom and the power, and I am the glory of God in eternal, immortal manifestation. All this I am. Pitchford, our licensed unity teacher from Olympia, is with us. So I'm just going to tell you that I assume that she's continuing with her series on heart-centered metaphysics, and well, she'll tell you the rest. <laughs> okay, here she is. Thank you, Susan. You're doing great. Okay, here we are. Oops, I should bring up my slide. Good morning, everyone. So good to see you all. So good to see everyone online. And I wanted to start out as our service started today with a thank you to our veterans. So first, looking at folks on Zoom, Johnny, I know you shared that your dad is a veteran. So thank you, dad, for your service. Any other veterans on Zoom? Oh, Fred, Fred, thank you. Thank you for your service. Happy Veterans Day. And if anyone else is out there waving, I'm not, I'm not seeing any other hands. Johnny. Oh, Johnny, Johnny, you're a veteran too. Thank you, Johnny. And it looks like Fred's trying to say something. So I don't know if I can do something to let Fred say something. Can I push the button? No, just like, oh, I was in the Korean War with Johnny's dad. There's the I was in the Korean War with Johnny's dad. Say it again, Fred. They just got the buttons turned on. I was in the Korean War with Johnny's dad. Thank you for serving, Fred. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Fred. Thank you for your service. And Johnny, thank you for your service. Johnny, um, oh, Susan, sorry. This is the Unity of Centralia Exercise Program. I'm going to call her back up here. Um, Johnny, can you share your father's first name, please, so we can thank him and appreciate him as well? Can you hear me? Yeah, I would like to share my father's first name with you. My father hated his first name so bad that when he became an actor at age 60, he used his middle name, Richard. So he liked to be called Richard Troy, and that's also my middle name. But I will tell you, his first name was Harold, and he, he, he just hated that. <laughs> well, thank you, Johnny, and thank you, Richard, for your service. Any other veterans online that I missed? I, Irene chimed in and said that her dad also served in the Korean War. Oh. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Irene, to you and your father. And um, part of why I've mentioned families here is um, uh, Johnny had shared that he's the son of a veteran. And um, I, too, am the daughter of a veteran, granddaughter of veterans, uh, wife of a veteran, and mother-in-law to an active duty service member. So uh, mother-in-law of a future veteran. I know we have some veterans out here uh, in Centralia as well, that we have Vern, we have John, we have Phil, we have Terry. Oh, and yourself, Jerry, too. Okay, thank you for your service. Happy Veterans Day. Any other veterans that I missed out there? Or family of veterans? Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because we know that family often sacrifice and serve as well. So thank you all for your service. Thank you for your service to our country. All right. So a woman accidentally locked her keys in her car. 
and she wasn't sure what to do. So she was standing there outside her vehicle praying and a man came up and saw the situation and very quickly got her car unlocked. And she said, oh, I'm so grateful God sent you to me to unlock my car. Such a nice man. And the man said, well, I'm not really a nice man. I actually just got out of prison for car theft. <laughs> and the woman said, thank you, God, for sending me a professional. <laughs> so today's talk, like Susan suspected, is on the word. And we'll talk about what this means, but this is part of our series from the book Heart-Centered Metaphysics by Reverend Dr. Paul Hasselbeck. And remember that the word metaphysics literally means beyond the physical. And in unity, sometimes we use the word metaphysics to refer to theology. So the study of who is God? Who is humanity and what's our relationship with each other? And we bring to these questions a heart-centered perspective. So this is more than just a mental exercise. We look at these questions with love, compassion, oneness, courage. Oops, going the wrong way. So the word... The first place I like to start with looking at what some ideas are about what the word means is the Bible. And some of you may have heard this before, and if you have, great, and if you haven't, that's okay, because I'll say it now. Unity teaches a metaphysical interpretation of the Bible. And so what that means is in unity, we don't get super hung up on whether stuff in the Bible really happened the way it was written down. We don't assume that the Bible is a historical record. And if people interpret it literally, that's fine. In unity, we teach looking for a metaphysical interpretation. So looking for a deeper meaning and also looking at what does every character and event and story in the Bible mean for each of us personally. So one thing that I think is really cool about metaphysical Bible interpretation is that there's not the metaphysical Bible interpretation. There is only a metaphysical Bible interpretation. Our Unity co-founder, Charles Fillmore, wrote a couple books with his ideas about what stuff in the Bible meant, but he also said, hey, you are free to discern your own meaning. And I love that I might have a different meaning for something than Fred has, or than Joyce has, or than Vern has. And that's totally okay, because it's about what does this mean for each of us? So, when we start looking at what the word means, there's two Bible quotes that I came across, and they both start with this great phrase, in the beginning. So I thought, well, we'll take a look at both of them. So I'm actually going to start at the second one first, from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 1, verse one excuse me, and this is from the New Revised Standard Version, updated edition. Chapter 1, Verse one of John says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So based on this, what ideas does this call to mind for you about what the word means? Anyone can jump on in there. In, in creation. Okay, Tom says creation. Thank you, Tom. The, yeah. You want to say more? Well, just just that before the word, there was only the presence of God. Okay, before the word, there was only the presence of God. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Yeah. Other thoughts? Yeah, Terry. Also, it was a remembrance of who we are from within. Okay, okay. Okay, thank you. So Terry said it gives us a remembrance of who we are from that presence. Thank you, Terry, from the field of that presence. Thank you. 
We're just checking online to see if anyone on Zoom wants to add anything. I, think I see something in the chat, and I don't always know. I don't know if you can That's, hear me. Uh, let's see. Oh, it looks like uh, it was back when we were talking about veterans, veterans in their service. All right. So when I see this passage, a few things that it calls to mind for me is it reminds me that I see the word as another name for God, another name for divinity, another name for in unity, what is sometimes called the Christ, that light of the divine in each human being, not just people who attend Unity Church, but everyone on the planet, all of us. And this passage also reminds me that that divinity existed before these human bodies that we're in. And I believe it will exist after these human bodies are gone. So I really love this passage. All right, let's take a look at the next in the beginning passage. I'm guessing some folks have heard this one from the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 1. And this is the King James Version. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And this is the chapter where God said, let there be light, let there be water, let there be birds that fly in the sky. I'm paraphrasing. Let there be fish, etc. All right. So hopefully everyone vaguely remembers that story. So what does this passage make you think about the meaning of the word? Doesn't that uh, give you an impression that we are the ones that made all the planets? So Terry says, doesn't that give you the impression that we are the ones that made all the planets? And in my words, what I would say is that we co-create, we create with the most high. Thank you, Terry. What else? Who else would like to share? Well, the I was just thinking. Looks like that, um, John yeah. and Sherry are maybe trying to say something. So I'm going to yeah. call on Susan again. Sorry, Susan. We're going to get your steps today. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> okay. Can you hear us now? Can you hear? Can you hear us now? Ooh. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I was thinking that the the prior passage passage said, you know, that that God was there, and then he then he was the Word. And I was thinking that that means that he spoke these things into be being. Did you get that? I did. I did. I did. Uh, okay, it's a lot of echoing here. Okay, I'm I'm gonna mute us now. Of <laughs> the word, uh, I believe, also represents sacred sound or sacred speech or sacred singing even, and we're going to talk more about singing, but certainly singing is a great way to magnify voices. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's see what's next. In unity, we know that the power of word is so important that it's actually even our third unity principle, that we have this principle that's sometimes called the law of mind action, thoughts held in mind produce after their kind, that basically we become what we think about from that um, Book of Proverbs, that famous quote, as a man thinketh, so is he. I'm guessing a lot of folks remember that. And so we know that in unity, one of the teachings is that what we hold in our mind creates our reality. As we think, so our lives unfold. And we always have this creative ability. So... You can share if you want to, but you don't have to. I know that I have used this creative ability 
in an unmindful way at times. Maybe you have as well. There's a few folks out there raising your hands. Okay, so we're always creating and we can do so with intention or we can create in an unmindful way. And so it's so important to focus on this idea of how we use our word. I love that the reading from Eileen today talked about complaining because I wanted to mention a little bit about that here too. Uh, and certainly it's okay to not like the circumstances we find ourselves in and to take uh, steps to try to change them. And there may be times that we fall in the habit. And when I say we, I mean me, that I fall in the habit of using my word to complain. Let me give you an example. If someone says, hey, Audrey, how are you doing today? And I answer with the day of the week. Oh, well, it's Monday. What kind of energy am I communicating to myself about my day? Am I saying I can't be happy until the weekend rolls around? Maybe. Or if someone says, hey, Audrey, how are you doing today? And I answer with the weather report. Oh, well, it's raining. Again, does that mean I can't be happy until the sun comes out? Which is going to be a long haul for some of us in certain parts of the world that shall remain nameless, right? <laughs> so my challenge is that I know sometimes when things are not going the way that I want in my life, it's easy for my brain to go to negative. And in my brain, this often sounds like, oh, I always blah, or I never blah. And because I know about the power of the word, I am never stuck with my brain's first idea. So my brain might initially have a negative thought and I don't have to stay there. I can use the power of the word to change my thoughts and change my experiences. And I know you all can do the same. We have another great quote in here. I love this. It's attributed to the Buddha. And there's been several other people who have expressed versions of this quote as well. And it says, the thought manifests as the word. The word manifests as the deed. The deed develops into habit, and the habit hardens into character. So again, that idea that what we think about is what we become. And this quote continues on, and I love this next part. So watch the thought and its way with care and let it spring from love, born out of concern for all beings. So again, that reminder that we can always use the word to create complaints, blood, weather reports, days of the week, or we can use our word to create love, compassion, joy, oneness. Our Unity co-founder, Charles Fillmore, identified 12 attributes of the divine that he called our 12 spiritual powers. And because in unity, we believe that every person is an expression of the divine, we know that these 12 divine attributes are in each of us as well. And so the power for the month of November is the power of release. Release is sometimes called elimination. The Unity co-founders Charles and Myrtle Fillmore use kind of an old-timey word, renunciation, you might have heard of. And sometimes we just call it letting go. And I think the fall, this time of year, is a great time to remember the power of release because nature all around us is reminding us of letting go. We know that um, the leaves are turning colors and falling. We see gardens wilting and browning. The whole world, at least uh, in the Northern Hemisphere, preparing for winter. And this reminds us of, of this power of release. Now, I'm guessing that all of us have had um, times in our lives 
a friend of mine calls them AFCOs, another freaking growth opportunity. Uh, AFCOs to release things we didn't want to release. Anyone else out there ever had to release stuff they didn't want to release me to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as an example, in the past year, I had a beloved prayer partner and friend who passed away. My cat, who was a family member, passed away. I'm guessing all of us have had times that we have lost friendships, jobs, perhaps we've lost something related to our health, or even the way that we see ourselves that has caused us challenge, maybe pain, grief, and loss. Another example that I wanted to share with you is that the fall has always been one of my favorite times of year because of the holidays. I've especially loved Thanksgiving that I have always seen as an opportunity to, ex to express appreciation and gratitude. And I learned recently that for some people with Native American heritage, Thanksgiving is a national day of mourning because people, some people have experienced great personal and familial and cultural loss that they acknowledge on Thanksgiving Day. And so when I first learned about this, I felt really sad and confused. And it raised tough questions for me that didn't have easy answers. Like, what does this mean for me? And how do I acknowledge Thanksgiving, recognizing there are neighbors and friends and people in my life who are grieving and in pain on this same day? And maybe you've had that same experience too, that when you've had to release an idea or an experience having tough feelings come up and questions emerge for which there are not easy answers. One facet of release that we also have is the opportunity to release what we have in consciousness. And our Unity co-founder, Charles Fillmore, talked about release as an opportunity to let go of false beliefs, or what I like to call mistaken beliefs, and accomplish a mental cleansing, so clearing all that stuff out of our heads. Charles talked about release as the ability to remove, denounce, deny the power of, say no, and let go. And so I want to say that when we talk about denial, in unity, we're not talking about pretending something didn't happen. I'm not pretending my prayer partner didn't die. I'm not pretending that my cat didn't die. But denial is saying, I let go of the idea that our connection is gone. I let go of the idea that love is gone. I know that the love my prayer partner and I share continues. I know that the love my pet and I share continues. I know that love is more powerful than death. I know that these experiences are divine and our connection endures, even if it's different now. Release is also about renouncing, eliminating, and this great word, uh, repent. I love this word because it literally means rethink, think something else. So if I'm thinking a negative thought or uh, thought that is not helping me, I can always change my mind. I can always pick a thought that's more supportive. We are actually made to let go. We are made to release. Our bodies remind us of this. If we hold our breath pretty soon, our lungs will contract and expel that breath so that we can breathe in again. Our urinary and digestive systems remove the wastes our bodies don't need. And if we ever have a problem with these systems, we can experience great pain and illness when these systems don't work the way they're supposed to. We need to let go. We are made to let go. And when we let go in unity, one thing we look at is filling the space left behind with something good. So just like when we breathe out, that's not the end, then we breathe in. 
And many times when we say a statement of release, we follow it with an affirmation. So let's see if that's the next slide. It's always a mystery, but there it is. So here's our affirmation for today. I am release. I now let go of all that does not serve me. As I do so, I create space that welcomes divine good in my life, and I see and appreciate my blessings. I am release. And just uh, so you can see this, how it's kind of outlined, this first statement, I now let go of all that does not serve me. That's the denial or the release statement. And we don't even have to be specific about what we're letting go of. We can just acknowledge, doesn't serve me. And then we affirm, I create space, I welcome good, and I see and appreciate my blessings. So I invite us all to affirm this together. I am release. I now let go of all that does not serve me. As I do so, I create space that welcomes divine good in my life. And I see and appreciate my blessings. I am release. And we know that this is so. So this is a time of looking at what do we need to let go of? Recognizing we are made to let go. We are made to experience change. And even if we have powerful feelings about what we're letting go of, and even if we have big questions that come up, we know that the divine is with us on every step of the journey as we let go, as we experience those feelings, and as we emerge into something new. One way that I really like using the word is through song. And I know we have beautiful music every week, when, especially when Joyce is here. Um, we have the opportunity to sing. We have the opportunity to uh, feel that vibration of music in our hearts and bodies. And so as we enter into a time of meditation, I'm going to start us out with a song. And you're welcome to hum along or join in with me if you wish. Um, and I invite you to hear these words as the words of your own heart. I am strong. I am powerful. I am resilient. I am resourceful. I am discerning. I am kind. I am compassionate. I am connected. I am whole. I am healthy. I am well. I am beloved. All this and more. All this and more. All this and vision with the planet, all this and more, we are in the silence. 
is good and more we are. And so this November, we appreciate, we are grateful, we mourn, we are one. We let go and we ponder those deep questions, knowing that the Most High is with, it, with each of us, within each of us always, always. And for this, we are so grateful. And so it is. Amen. Audrey, for you, we are grateful. Thank you so much. It's time now for our offering. <clears throat> And we would like to thank everyone who has donated to Unity by mail. And we continue to appreciate any checks that are sent to the church at 800 South Pearl Street, Centralia 98531. You can also donate on our website at unityofcentralia.net. And additionally, we thank you for the ways that you give of your time and talent. Let's say our offering prayer together as we hold our offering in our hands and hearts. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Blessing of thanks together. We bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly. And so it is. It's now time for our healing prayer. If you would like to focus our collective group healing energy for someone, speak out their name or hold them quietly in your hearts. Members of our community have requested that we send out healing prayers and energy to all people and animals displaced by war. The members of our communities who deal with basic human needs while living without a home. And what other prayer requests do you have?
for those we have heard and for those you are holding quietly. We ask for a moment of silence. Beloved Mother, Father, God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. Amen. And together, let's say the prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. So those of you who are here and eyes and form a circle and join hands, and those of you on Zoom, and that you're hanging right in with us in our circle. And while you're getting in position, I want to thank Audrey for our great um, words today on the word, for Joyce and the music, for Joanne and the slides, Eileen, the great prayer as the reading for Tom getting us all set up and uh, ready to go recording and putting it all online so we can enjoy it again. Next week, um, our speaker will be Marriott Jones, another licensed Unity teacher from Windsor, Ontario, Canada. So make sure you're here. Okay. Thank you.